0: Welcome to the Ambitious Mom Podcast, the podcast for the woman who is building a business empire and a family legacy. Having it all and living the life of your dreams now. No delay and no sacrifice required. We'll talk life, online business, spirituality, and everything in between. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. Welcome back to this week's episode. We are doing something a little bit different, and that is we are pulling back a archive episode and republishing it for you to listen to here this week. Now, this is an episode that we recorded just about a year ago, and it's one that I frequently reference, and that is Your Soul's Curriculum. So as you listen to it, keep in mind that this was from 2021, September of 2021, and for some reason, I have been nudged to reshare it with you here today. So Let me know what that reason was as you listen, as something strikes you, as you have an aha moment, screenshot your show, post it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Katie Fleming. I want to hear what stood out to you today. Okay, let's get to this episode. I just want to welcome you into this space, this vortex, this community of powerful, powerful women who are building a business empire and a family legacy, and I'm so honored you're here. If you are a part of the Ambitious Mom community, welcome back. I love you. I'm so glad you're here with me every single week, and I love your face, and I cannot wait to talk with you on social and all the other ways that we communicate and hang out and all the things, so... Let's dive in. Let's dive into this conversation tonight. You know, I had the intention to do an episode that was like the 10 most powerful lessons I've learned in 2021. And like truth is, truth is like there is shifts and lessons and layers and all this uncovering that happens quite frequently quite rapidly on the daily honestly and this is the work like this is this is actually one of the reasons why i love entrepreneurship so much because it's kind of a cheat code being an entrepreneurship if you're committed to this journey of being the highest version of who you are as it expresses through your business and through your life, like it, you will be presented with so many things that are seemingly insignificant to like your bottom line or your business plan or your marketing or your sales or whatever, but it impacts it in incredibly wild ways. This becomes more about energetic mastery and self-mastery. And there's some strategic mastery in there, but really there gets to be a point. And I've noticed this with the woman I serve in business. She knows the strategies. She knows the tactics. Oftentimes she's teaching other people on those things. She's very well versed. You're very well versed in how online marketing works, on how copy works, on how graphics, all of this stuff works, all of the things work. What is actually the game is the energetic and the self-mastery. And that's where I am like a ninja at because I'm able to connect a lot of dots at multiple different levels. And as I like to say, I like to zoop you up to the next level, like zoop, like it's like a, it's like a timeline collapse and all of a sudden you're at your new level and it comes from just, anyway, yeah. (laughs) It's a whole different conversation for another day. But anyway, I was I was I had the intention to have like, you know, 10 lessons I've learned in 2021. It was great and it was dandy. And then it came down time to like outline the episode. And I was like, geez, like looking over my notes, looking over my journal, looking over what I've shifted in the last week, two weeks, three weeks, one month, because I, I am a big, for me, the way I process, and this is not everybody's way. This is definitely not everybody's way, but for me, one of the ways I process is through journaling and through notes and through reflections and through documenting the conversations I'm having in my mind and this just like, and, and the, the things I hear from God and like all of this stuff, like documenting that, that's, that's one of the ways that I really work through these things. And so it's been a couple of years for me where every single month I am starting a new journal and I, my favorite journals, you guys have heard me talk about this to the point where like now it's actually hard to find them. And I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But my, my favorite journals are the fringe notebooks that you could find at T- TJ Maxx or home goods. And I'm obsessed. I love them. They're my favorite, my absolute favorite. And so I go through them one a month and like as I was preparing for this episode, I'm like looking back and I'm like, holy Moses, like there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff. And like, I, I don't even think we're not even going to probably even do three. We might do three things, but like, there's so many different things to the point where like, what I'm going to share with you, these three or so that I'm going to share with you could be their own episode. Yeah. So we're just going to fly. We're going to fly. We're going to talk about these, these things. We're going to just go into this because I think these things that are coming up right now that stood out to me the most are going to impact you in the greatest way now in this season. I trust that. I trust that this will land in a powerful way for you as you tune in today. So I'm honored honored that you're here hanging out with me. So uh, let's uh, get to the episode today. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is I have realized, and okay, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Before we get into it, let me, let me tell you something. So number one thing I want to tell you is that none of these lessons are like quote new. There is an element of like, I've been there before and I've uncovered a layer of that thing, right? And I'm telling you this because sometimes we feel like if we're learning a lesson or if we're uncovering a layer, that it disqualifies us from actually being able to share and to help others shift. And I think that's just baloney. Baloney is all baloney. Baloney. Okay. And so that's actually the first thing that I want to share with you is that your soul's curriculum will probably be the thing that comes up for you the most to heal over and over again in deeper layers every time. And it's going to make you feel like, well, I'm not qualified to teach on that. I just worked through that this week or I just uncovered this new layer of this thing this week or last week or two months from na- two months ago or whatever. But the truth is you've healed so many different layers and levels of that one thing. And the fact that you're showing up for the work, the fact that you're showing up and not bypassing, not suppressing, not numbing, you're showing up for the work. You're neutralizing it and you're shifting it in every moment. In every single moment, you're committed to the highest version of yourself That's what makes you qualified because you know how to lead yourself through these things. You're not bypassing. You're not numbing. You're not suppressing. You're owning it. You're standing up to it. You are looking it straight in the eye and you are saying, I see you, but I'm going to go another way. This is actually what qualifies you. Not the fact that you aren't learning lessons anymore because there's never going to be a time in our lives where we are not learning lessons. When we get to that point, like it's just, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But there's never going to be a moment where you've, quote, arrived. There's always going to be deeper layers and deeper levels to uncover and deeper knowings and ways to see things and ways to shift. And all of this serves you, yes, but it serves those that come into your world. Because when you shift, you're able to give those shifts to those that come into your world. It never fails to make me laugh. It always makes me laugh when like I will shift through something and then we'll have like almost an immediate opportunity to turn around and give that same shift, maybe in a different layer or different level or at a different um, context, whatever, but to be able to turn around and immediately give that gift to somebody else, a client, a DM conversation, a podcast episode. Somebody, just a bypass relationship kind of a thing. There's always someone that comes into my field, comes into my world, and is able to, that I'm able to give that gift to. You see how beautiful this is? And so I'm telling you this because so often I see some talented Ambitious women, ambitious mothers, ambitious people—people people that know they're so brilliant, they're so capable, but they're disqualifying themselves because they haven't yet completely moved through learning something that they're still uncovering layers. They think that that disqualifies them, and I was this way for a freaking long time until I realized that the things that are coming up for me are my actual, are my soul's curriculum. Like if we look at it like that, like my soul is here to learn a deep learning, a deep knowing of a certain thing. So no wonder it keeps coming up for me because it's what I specialize in. It's what I'm majoring in, in life. And for me, I'm going to tell you two of them. I, there's, there's a handful of things, but I'm going to tell you two of them today. And that is number one, worthiness. So many times worthiness comes up as something for me. There's like fear around fully expressing, around fully being me, around fully being seen as me, around being enough or not enough, all of this, right? But worthiness is actually the biggest thing that I help transform in the lives of my clients. And so it's like chicken or the egg, which one came first? Do I, is it the biggest thing in my client relationships because because I deal with it the most, or do I deal with it the most because it's who I'm here to serve? I don't know. I don't think it matters. Point is, when situations arise that have me feeling these fears or this unworthiness, I know how to move it. I also am committed to the highest version of who I am, and I don't shy away from it ever. So I'm here. I'm doing the work. I'm looking at it straight in the eye. I'm shifting. I'm letting go. And I move forward into a new level, into a new layer. And because of that commitment, that's what qualifies me the most. So I want to challenge you. If something is coming up over and over and over again and you are handling it head on, you are shifting it, you are owning it, you are showing up for the highest version of who you are, it doesn't actually disqualify you. It actually is the thing that qualifies you. And don't be surprised when life brings so many opportunities to give other people the gift that you just gave yourself. That's a part of being a transformational leader. It's huge. So that's one of the biggest ones that my soul has like on tap. Like we are majoring in that worthiness in terms of my soul's curriculum. And the second is trust and surrender. Like I love to control things. Katie, Katie Fleming loves to know what the plan is. She loves to create the plan. She loves to make sure everybody else knows her plan and really prefers if everybody sticks to her plan. (laughs) She's been like this since she was a kid when her nickname was, you know, Katie (laughs) cop, because I made sure everybody was in line. Don't really like the nickname, but whatever, whatever. (laughs) And, you know, I was, I was, I'm very logical. I can be very in my head. I ask questions like how, tell me how, what's the answer? What should I do? How, 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 how? how? Like I ask how all the time, all the time, even to this day. But at this point I've caught myself and I'm like, how's not the right question. There's so many other better questions than that three-letter word. So many other better questions. And so I've had to really lean into trust and surrender because really, when we try to control, we are being master manipulators. When I realized that, I'm like, eh, that does not sit well with me. I do not like that. I do not agree with that any longer. This no longer serves. Let's shed it, right? So those two things, worthiness and control, have been some of the biggest things that show up in my life constantly, constantly. And what am I mirrored the most in terms of my clients? They are women who love to control. They are women who know how to plan, who know how to will and create things and turn things into things through pure hustle and doing. And that served them to a point. But now we're at this new place of energetic mastery, of self-mastery, of where to go from where we are to where we desire to go to the multiple six figures and seven figures. It no long, We no longer can play on the same field. We can't, it, it, it's not working. And we're seeing this in, in evidence in so many different ways. And you know, you're being called to a new playing field. And that's where I guide you. And that's where I help you to understand where you're playing, to understand the energetics of this new realm and how to excel in them in a way that is in alignment to you. So that is where I wanted to start today. That's lesson number one. (laughs) Lesson number two, which has been a big one for me, which I've seen over and over again. And this is this realization that I am a powerful manifester and creator. When I saw that, when I started to see that, I got evidence of it everywhere, which is true of anything. The moment you shift your attention to something different, you begin to see evidence of it. That's why they call it pay attention, because attention is currency. Pay attention. So notice where your attention has been going, because you are feeding and fueling those timelines, whether you want them to come into existence or not. You are feeding and fueling those realities. Now, this doesn't mean we bypass. This does not mean we don't pay any attention to unwanted realities or just completely just ignore because there's, I mean, that's not ideal either. We're aware, but we're not allowing our fear to drive our decisions, So when I started to notice that I'm a powerful creator and I'm a powerful manifester, I got evidence of it everywhere, everywhere. I started to realize that my whole life I've been given context. And when I say context, I mean, I've been given the container through which to live life that I, I receive through different, different channels. Sometimes it's been straight God to Katie. Sometimes it's been, um, God through the voice of somebody else or God through the, um, channel of somebody else, like a parent or a friend or a mentor. Um, but in this season, it's been a very, very powerful connection to, to God and to like hearing the context that, God has for my life. And sometimes those voices and sometimes that, that connection or that, that vision comes in a very small, still voice kind of a way. And we have those opportunities in those moments to be like, was that actually, was that something or was that nothing? And sometimes we can pass it off thinking it was nothing or, oh, that was, oh, that's just, that's, that's way left field. That doesn't make any sense. And we miss it. We miss it. But it takes being in tune and still to be able to hear these things sometimes, especially as you're beginning to hear the voice. Because it's like a muscle. The more you listen, the more you have obedience to it, the more louder it gets the more able the more clear your channel becomes the more you're able to hear it removing all the other distractions and distortions around that allow you to actually connect purely to it and so these visions these thoughts these 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 like almost prophecies come to me and when I declare them they happen I- to the point where like, actually it's, it's happening with clients where I will be talking with private clients in Voxer or on coaching calls and they'll be speaking and I'll get the vision. I'll get the download. I'll get the thing. And I'm like, you'll be just for like a silly example. You'll fill that client spot by the end of the week or the thing you're asking will come in in seven days or you'll have this handle by the next time we speak. Or it'll drop in by the end of the day. Or like something like that that comes in where I'm just like in clear knowing and in clear like this is what it is. And I stand there and I speak it. Because there, there's something about speaking that vocal obedience is necessary. That get the download and then speak it. You're called to speak it. Some things Some things you get a download for, you're not called to speak immediately. I'm not talking about that. But there's some stuff you're called to speak. And that vocal obedience is such a huge piece of it. Because it's what begins to set the manifestation into progress, into action. And when I speak that over my clients, literally speaking it over my clients, it's prophetic. They're able to hear this. And in their spirit, they're able to agree with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Q4 is going to be as much as I've made in 2021, if not more. Why wouldn't it be? That's, that's what she just said. My soul agrees with it. Okay. Where two or more are gathered, boom, there's God, right? There's, there's where magic can happen. There's where supernatural things can come into work to be like, that's the way this world works. And we forget that we forget that so often, but I realized, and I've noticed, and I have found evidence of it. And I want to encourage you to seek evidence of this, that you are a powerful creator and you are a powerful manifester. And what comes through you from God and you speak it and you will it into existence and you take action in alignment with it, there it is. And so the beginning of this summer of 2021, I declared, I got this vision that this summer would be the most profitable and present summer that I ever had. It was, and I declared it, specifically, the summer of presence, not the summer of get a bunch of shit done. Not the summer of launch a shit ton of programs and uh, you know like grow my income X percent like no 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 the summer of presence and I truly when I said that I was like this is cute I like this okay and like that's the way I felt inside but had I truly had no idea what this phrase had in store for me I had no idea what this phrase had in store for me no idea. I had no idea the level of presence that this summer would call me to. I was just like, you know what? I got a 7-year-old about to be 8-year-old and a 5-year-old and, you know, summers are getting to be really fun and like truly I created this business to be present. I'm the queen of presence. That's what I coach on, that's what I talk on. There's so much about what I speak on that is about profitable presence. So, yeah, why not? The Summer of Presence. But this summer, I uncovered an even deeper layer and level of like what it actually looked like to be present. What it looked like to receive even when you're not doing. I detached myself completely from the doing to get loop. So many of us are caught in this. I've got to do to get. I've got to hire someone to get. I've got to consume to create. And it's a loop and it's a trap. And I exited that loop completely. This summer, was one that, like, I'm glad God set the context for me because, had I not had the context, I would have gotten to the end of summer where it was very trying, where we are in back to back hospital visits every single month. One of them was five days long of just the most intense time ever that I've ever experienced. Seeing your kid in a hospital bed is never fun, especially in the context that we were dealing with. Thankfully, like, it was nothing life threatening. And, like, I just, my heart goes out to anybody that is dealing with a kid that is not well, that is feeling, that is sick, whether for short-term or long-term, man, I'm telling you, it wrecks you as a parent. It wrecks you. And I love you. And I'm sending you so much love through that. Whether you've walked it, whether you're walking it now, whether it's something you'll walk for the rest of your life, I don't know. I don't know, but I love you. And I can feel you right now and I just want to send you like the biggest hug. And so... For me, speaking for me, like when we got to this place of like the end of summer, I'm starting to feel like uh, school's starting in a couple weeks. I can't wait to get back to having a schedule, like a work schedule. And I, I have so much to share and like all of this, right? It's starting to bubble. And I keep hearing, not yet. Stay. Be still. and And then it's five straight days in a hospital where I can't really do anything. I did not do anything other than maintain current clients and have conversations in Voxer and shift and help coach and all this stuff. But beyond that, it was about presence. It was about complete presence with my daughter, both of them really making sure that the unit as a whole was supported. And through that presence, we, I, it's, I, I don't even know that I can comprehend or, or verbalize really because it is a knowing. I do know and I do see, I can see, and I can feel what was shifted through this experience. But the words haven't necessarily dropped yet. But the, our family unit shifted in some massive ways. We shed a lot of like identities and beliefs that no longer served us. We shifted a lot of gender roles that there were. Um, we, I remember specifically my oldest daughter driving. So I, was, I would go to the hospital during the day and my husband would be there at night. And it's really cute. I kind of laugh at it now that my youngest daughter, the one that was in the hospital, she, she tells us how that was her favorite hotel stay ever. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Number one, it was the most expensive hotel stay ever. And number two, it wasn't even a hotel. (laughs) But okay, it's really cute. Really cute that you liked the hospital (laughs) slash hotel. (laughs) And then she says, you were my day girl, mommy. And daddy was my night guy. And it's really just, it's really cute just to hear kind of, I'm, I'm grateful for the way she's portraying this experience because I hear it through the lens of grace. I'm seeing her see it through the lens of grace where it was like God kind of buffed the edges of all of the potential trauma and the things that could have happened. And she's come to this place of like peace. And I mean, there was so much realization around the power of each individual person in our household and the collective power that we all hold together to be able to move as a strong family unit. And can't even put words to it. But a few nights after we were home from the hospital, like I was sitting on the back porch reading and my daughter came out to say something to me. And I was like, I looked at her and I was just like, in my spirit, I was like, wow, you're, you're like glowing. You look, she looks stronger. She looks more herself. And I could see the shift in her energetically. And I was just like, wow, Wow. Thank you, God. Like we need, we even though it's hard, it was so hard. I I would not have asked for it or desired it. But we showed up for it and we moved through it. And on the other side of it, there was all kinds of shifts to speak about. And a new vantage point to stand from. And a new level to walk from. And I'm so grateful for that. And so profitable presence was a summer of presence, was a thing that got me to that place. It took me all summer really to stop kicking and screaming and to allow presence to be the thing. And by the time we got to the end of summer, I knew why. And I had had really released so much of my doing to get to where I was at this place of like just pure allowance. And I was able to to lean into and allow and surrender to this reality instead of fight it. Hey, ambitious mom. Today's episode is brought to you by Everyday Payday. This is my simple daily methodology to help you go from a trickle of sales here and there to your PayPal and Stripe popping off every single day. Imagine waking up to payment notifications that come in overnight or stacking recurring revenue month over month over month. Oh my gosh. Talk about sexy sustainability. Oh, and celebrating new paying clients coming into your world every day. Heck yes. Inside this program, you'll receive the simple methodology on the strategy and energetics of making every day a payday. I'm also throwing in a list of over 100 sales activities to plug and play in your business right now. The best part, doing this methodology literally takes less time than it will take you to fold that laundry you've had in the dryer for days. Yeah. So I cannot wait to see you inside and celebrate every day being your payday in your business. Let's do this thing. And so what's really cool, I want to mention this, is what's really cool is I've watched this whole practice of declaring a vision, tapping into God, declaring the vision that's been given. Like going on the mountaintop, getting the vision and bringing it down into the valley and acting upon it. Okay, it's, it's like a threefold process. It's, you've got to have time and space to go get the vision. The vision doesn't come from you. The vision exists already. You tap into it and you pull it down. And then there it is. You have it. But you can't just, you can't stay on the mountain with this thing. You can't just stay on the mountaintop with the vision that you've been given. That would be irresponsible. That is not stewarding the vision very well. That is not stewarding what you've been given very well. You don't own this thing. You've been given it to steward. So take it. Then we take it down into the valley, to the people, to the world, and we act. We take action in accordance to it. And I've watched this process my whole life. And I, ah, uh, it's so cool to realize this, but I grew up with this intentional creation, prophetic declaration. And so it was. Like my, my parents have been doing this my whole life, whether they realize it or not. I don't know, but they've been doing it my whole life. And as a kid, I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, you're the parent. Okay. I believe you. Like, it was like, there's this natural, like, yeah, obviously you're the mom and dad, like what you say goes. So sure it's going to happen. And so it did. And there we are. Right. And so It's cool because a few weeks ago my parents were here visiting us and in Texas and they're the freaking coolest. If you don't know my parents, they're the freaking coolest. They are, they, my mom is a travel nurse. So every three months they move around, unless they stay in a certain place for multiple contracts. But they do quarterly contracts basically, where they go to different places and they travel. She travel nurses, and my dad runs an online business, and like they Yeah, it's just really cool when you're like, you're 50 years old and your kids are grown and you have grandkids and you have nobody else in the house other than this cute little Frenchie and you can kind of go explore and like live in this. I don't know. I just really love it. I'm like really super proud of them and what they're doing Um, because it's crazy cool. It's like bold. It's like, I don't know. It's just so cool. So, um, So anyway, every 13 weeks or so, they get two weeks off for vacation before their next contract starts. And they make the rounds to see, to see me, to see my brother and his family, to see any other family that there is all of our Florida family, all the things. And so this last time they came, my mom was like, she's, I don't remember how she said it, but she was just kind of like, you know, we've decided that these two weeks we're going to get there fast and then we're going to take it slow. That's where we wanna go. Way down in Kokomo. Yeah. <laughs> so like that was kind of the mindset because they were living in South Florida before. That's where their previous contract was. And they heard this, this, I think it's um Beach Boys, is that right? This song. And like it was, we're gonna get there fast and then we're gonna take it slow. And and what that meant to them was, was we're gonna get there fast and then we're gonna be present. We're going to be in the moment. We're going to be extracting every single memory and every single moment that we can from these two weeks. We're going to get there fast. and We're going to take it slow. And she told me that. And I was like, I was like, dang, this, this is so cool. This is, this is like what I've watched my whole life. I've watched my parents create a context for how they want to live their life. And then they live their life like that. It's not by accident. It's by definition. They're living that way because the, they, they defined it that way. And sometimes, sometimes we forget that we get to create our life, that we're actually created to be creators. We're made in the image of the ultimate creator. Heyo. <laughs> like we have the creation abilities within us. And we have the ability to tap into and ask God, what wants to be created through me in this season? Where do you want me? How do you want me to live? What's the context for this day, for this hour, for this season, for this podcast episode, for this, for this photo shoot, for this coaching container, whatever it is? You have the ability to tap into the vision, go on the mountaintop, grab it, come down into the valley and then take action with the people. We can do this always, always. And so if you're wondering like, what's my vision? What's my thing? Have you gotten still? And have you asked? And have you patiently waited? Because I can't, I'm going to be real. Like there's sometimes I'm like, what's, what's the vision? What's the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing? And it doesn't drop. It doesn't drop. Sometimes I'm resisting. Sometimes I'm creating all this resistance. I'm kicking and screaming like, oh, I need it now. But like, truthfully, it's not time yet. So it's when we trust and surrender that it drops in. But we have the ability to create. We are powerful manifestors. And I loved this example. I was so glad my mom said that. I'm like, do you, do you realize? I remember telling her we were outside the nail salon after just getting our nails done for my daughter's eighth birthday. And we're all sta- my, the girls were all standing there waiting for the guys to come pick us up because we had sent them on errands to, like, go to Party City to get some birthday decorations and Costco to get the cake and Home Depot to get some propane. And, like, we worked them while we were getting our nails done. And they were about five minutes away. And I'm like, do you realize— Do you realize how you guys set these contexts? Do you realize how you create this intention and you live by it? Do you, do you, do you like realize? And I just told her, I'm like, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have watched you do this my whole life. And I'm so grateful now that like, it's that much more anchored into my being and my knowingness and how I create and how I shift things. So, oh my gosh, that was a huge one for me. (sighs) <sighs> and man, I intended this episode to be 30 minutes, and here we are. <laughs> I have two more things to tell you. So the other big thing for me was the waiting, was that in the pause. In this pause, I learned really, really powerfully how to trust and surrender. So as a generator, I am someone who knows how to do, who knows how to take action. Like, it's never a question about whether I am taking action or not taking enough action or I've done enough or I've not done enough. That's never the thing. I know how to how to make things happen and can will things into existence, right? But I'm at a place and I think, I believe you're getting to this place too where it no longer serves you to will things. You've built a six-figure business. You've willed that into existence. It's now about scaling to multiple six and even seven figures in a way that is in alignment, And you've noticed that the the way you used to create through will and through grit and through might and determination and action no longer works in the same level and same capacity as it once did. And so I'm also committed to the highest version of who I am and who God is asking me to be in each moment. And so for me to be still, it was so hard. And I specifically remember like, getting the clearance to re-pick up the Ambitious Mom name, the Ambitious Mom brand, the podcast. But I had not yet gotten the clearance to actually create or launch it. And it was like so many times I would sit down with like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I want to get back to this. I miss this so much. And I heard, wait, not yet hold on, chill out. Just give it a second. Just wait, just wait. And I'm like, the, the image, the best image I can give you is like, I'm a bull behind a gate that's about to be let loose in a bullfight. And I'm like, let me at him. Let me at him. Come on. And the person, the person, I don't know what they call them, but like the little people are like rattling the, the gate, taunting the bull and the bull's getting ticked. I'm like, come on, let me at him. Let me at him. Let's go. Come on. And I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. (sighs) And I'm not gonna lie, I threw some temper tantrums like a toddler, like a kid. (laughs) It might have looked a little different than a seven-year-old or a five-year-old or whoever, two-year-old. But in hindsight, the way I see it is the same way I see when my daughters, when I ask my daughters, I'm like, go clean your room. And they fight me, and they're like, no. I'm not going to clean my room. I don't want to clean my room. And there's like this huge dramatic thing about cleaning their room. And I'm sitting here thinking as the parent, I'm like, if you would have just spent the 30 minutes you just spent screaming and hollering and kicking and screaming and crying, and you would have just gone and cleaned your room, like we would have been done. You could have cleaned your room twice over. Like you could have been done with this whole thing 10, 15, 20 minutes ago. Like you're making this harder than it needs to be. And in hindsight, I'm like, that's kind of like what God was like. He's like, you're making this so much harder than this needs to be. Just surrender, relax, let the flow happen. Let this thing just, just, I know what I'm doing. Do you trust? Do you surrender your might, your will to this? It took me some time. <laughs> it took me some time. But one of the biggest things that I learned through this is that divine timing and divine creation is always and forever going to be the only way I operate. I'm not about quantity. I'm not about having an Instagram post every day or making sure it's, you know, a carousel and a swipe, 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 and having a, the perfect reel and the perfect daily feed or whatever. It's not about that for me. It's about the energetic potency It's about having a piece of content that carries a frequency, that carries a message that is beyond me because when it's beyond me, it's beyond time and space and it's able to impact everyone, anyone in any time and space. And that is the the type of creation that I'm here for. I'm not here for manufactured creation. I'm here for true organic genius. God genius expressed through me. I've had enough experience with distortion to realize that it's not worth it anymore. And it's not the way I want to operate. It's not how I want to create. And so this waiting was so hard, but it was also so divine. And that was a huge lesson for me. So I want to encourage you, if you're in a season of waiting where you're being asked to just be still, You can kick and scream. I think it might serve you for a second to kick and scream, but then you'll see, you'll be like, okay, let me lean into this. What's here for me in this season. What's here for me in this moment. How can I extract all of the lessons and the beauty out of this moment, out of this place I've been called to in this season, for whatever reason, how can I be here now? And it'll be the most beautiful experience of your life. One of the most beautiful experiences. Allow, let the flow carry you versus fighting against it. I'm not sure I'll ever be done with this lesson. The lesson of like knowing God's got you. And I, I view this like if you've ever done weightlifting or you've ever been in a gym, there's a machine that I think is called the pull-up assist. And it's where you do a pull-up but you're not completely doing a pull-up by yourself in your own body weight. You have something assisting you. It's this it's this like almost bench that's sitting below your legs that's kind of propping you up a little bit so that it's easier for you to pull yourself up with your upper body. And what I see so many ambitious females doing is they're holding themselves up by pure might of like trying to prove and just show the world that they've got it. And they're so strong and they are, they are, you are, we are come on, we are. But like what this vision showed me is, is we're not meant to necessarily do that. When we allow, when we let go of our need to carry ourselves, of hold it all, of support every single person, of carry everybody else's burdens and our own, and we surrender that when we lay it all down, when we let go. What you realize is that you've been supported the whole time. The seat is right there, about an inch below your legs, propping you up to make this process of scaling, of growing, of becoming a better human, of becoming a better business owner, a stronger business owner, all of it, easier. There's more ease because there's more allowing. This has been a huge shift for me and a huge shift for the women I work with that we create so much resistance by fighting against what is, instead of allowing, instead of letting go and trusting and noticing that we've been held the whole time, the whole time we've been held. It's only once you let go and surrender that you see how much you've been held. So as we end this episode, I want to encourage you to reflect on what we've talked about of maybe take a gander, (laughs) take a gander at your notebook of your last month, of your last couple of weeks, of your whatever, You six months. I don't know. These lessons may have been from the past month or may have been from a year ago. I don't know. And like I said, there's layers. So go back and look. Go back and see what have you shifted through? What have you led yourself through? What depths have you gone to and where have you pulled yourself out of that to, to then go to? If you are showing up in every moment of every day to be the highest version of yourself and you're committed to that, you're able to lead so many people through that as well. Entrepreneurship is the biggest cheat code. It's my favorite thing ever because it allows us to dive into complete energetic and self-mastery in the most profound ways as we create an income and an impact that ripples far beyond our life and our home. And far beyond even our clients. It goes so much further than that. So I am so honored that you and I have been hanging out today on this episode. I am just grateful for this space that we have every single week to connect, to talk. And I want to encourage you to send me any DMs that you ever want to send me. I promise you I am that person that cares. There's a lot of people online. There's a lot of coaches that that will say it. But they don't actually mean it. And I actually mean it. And I love you. I love you. I love what you're doing. I love what you're creating. I love who you're being and who you're stepping into becoming. I see it. And I'm so honored and so proud that you are in my world. So excited that we are doing this together. So, with that being said, I want to tell you that the Ambitious Mom Vault is now open. The Ambitious Mom Vault is the place where you get access to every single masterclass that I do or have done. How cool is that? It's 12 months access where you get monthly masterclasses dropped in your portal. You can hang out with me live on the masterclasses and catch unlimited replays of those things as well as you get over nine well, that's what, that's how many there are right now as I'm recording this in September of 2021. But you get access to the nine past master classes that you can tap into classes that I've done like channeled content, worthy upon arrival, profitable presence. Um, let me think. Feel good sales. What else is in there? There's so many good ones in there. Um, a nicheable, which is like a fan freaking favorite, the cash flow equation, which is also one that's that has got some rave reviews. Take my money, no sales calls needed. Like all there's all of these different masterclasses that you can tap into on demand. And you get access to this plus 12 months of masterclasses for one payment of $333. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy because the way this works is. These masterclasses are all sold individually. People are buying them constantly individually for 100 to 300 400 dollars depending on the content, depending on the length. So for example, if you wanted to buy a nicheable by itself, it's 222. dollars freaking no-brainer price for the content that's shared in there, but like that's why I made the vault at 333 because that's a no-brainer and I want you to have even more content for you to be able to tap into my energy, tap into this world and begin to see yourself and embody that next level now. Now, so if you're feeling called into the vault, if you're feeling like you want to join in this experience and be a part of this community, I want you to send me a DM on Instagram right now and be like, just send me a message that says vault and I will send you the link that you can get into. Otherwise, you can go to kbfleming.co slash vault But for real, if it's just easier for you to send me a message on Instagram, do that. Whatever it takes to get you inside the vault, I want you in there. Because your ability to to get proximity to me in these classes is huge. To be honest, the way I create these masterclasses is there's no separation from content shared in programs and masterclasses. It's just as potent as you would get in a paid training or a paid program with me. Of course, there's different expressions. I could go into a whole episode on that. But the point is that I bring my all. It's high-level content, high-level energy, and you get access to that in the vault for $333. I cannot wait to welcome you inside. I am so excited by the container, the women we have inside, and what we are creating together. It is incredible. So... I am love, love you, love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on Instagram in all the places. And I will see you on our next episode. Bye. It has been so incredible getting to chat with you today on the podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and drop us a review so that you are the first to know when I drop a new episode for you. Oh, and don't forget, screenshot your show and post on your Instagram stories and tag me at Katie Fleming. I love getting to hang out with you each week on the podcast and can't wait to catch up with you soon in the DMs on Instagram. Let's do this thing.